We got another episode of Swings and Mishes coming your way. It is the summer. It's getting hot. And you know what else is hot? The deals over at Happy Car Sales and HappyCarsFlorida.com. My friend Louie, who my family has bought cars from, has the best deal around in all of South Florida. It's the ceiling summer savings. And check this out. You got your choice, folks. 0% interest. Did you hear what I just said? 0% interest or, get this, no payments on any car in his lot up to six months. Everybody qualifies. Good credit, bad credit, no credit. Did you hear me? Well, let me say it again. 0% interest or no payments on any car whatsoever for over six months. That's happycarsflorida.com. You can call him right now at 954-800-2449. That's 954-800-2449 or go to happycarsflorida.com. His location is 203 West State Road 84, Fort Lauderdale. Understand that my family has bought cars from Louis for 20 years. If you want to get yourself into a new car this summer, your kids may be going back to college or even back to school, get a car right now, 954-800-2449, happycarsflorida.com, 0% interest, no payments for up to six months, call right now. And we have a very special episode this week on Swings and Mishes. You know, the NFL season is getting ready to start. And here on Swings and Mishes, we bring on the very best. And in terms of fantasy football and breaking down the best players in the NFL, there really was only one person who I thought of that I could bring on an analyst that could really help our listeners win their 2019 fantasy football championship. And of course, that is... Marlins shortstop Miguel Rojas, who's going to spend some time going over the rankings, going over some of the fantasy players, and of course, in the end, help you win a fantasy football championship. So, Miggy, thank you so much for being part of Swings and Mishes today, and, uh, and we'll go through some of the fantasy in 2019. Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you, you, for having me uh, in this opportunity. Um, for me, it's a special because a kid who grew up in Venezuela watching just a little bit of football on Sunday nights because we just had one game every uh, every week. It was a Sunday night football, and I remember that. And I didn't really like the sport at all uh, before I get into the fantasy football uh, league the first year with the Marlins when I get uh, along with Martin Prado and one of our trainers, Dustin, who knows a little bit more about football. He got me into it, and the first, at, at, at the beginning, I was just a trash talker. And uh, but uh, I really love the game. Uh, I love the strategy behind the fantasy football league, and I kind of fall fall in love to it. And uh, right now, I can tell that I'm um, in this clubhouse. I'm I'm the one-time champion of the Marlins fantasy football league. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. For those of you who don't know the story, again, uh, two years ago, uh, Miguel Rojas ended up winning the 2018 fantasy football championship. Now, as Miggy, as you said and correct me if I'm wrong, going into the 2018 fantasy football season against all of the other players that were in that clubhouse, if I'm not mistaken, you knew very few players on any teams in the NFL. So how did you figure that all out so quickly to where you're on the waiver wire and you're making pickups and you knew all the players? Well, to be honest with you, Craig, I, I, I wasn't the one doing that stuff. Like I say, I was the one who was talking uh, a lot of trash on the on – the, 
on the chat that we have uh, in the off season and in season, the first couple of weeks of the of the of the fantasy football, um, or in, even even before the dra the draft start, I was mock drafting like crazy. I was picking players and I was like memorizing names, trying to get stacks on the on on the internet, trying to see the rankings, uh, who was on the on the top of the rankings, who was a good player the year before, and stuff like that. And something that I was looking for players that stay on the field, players that stay healthy, players that have long careers, because I know, I mean, it's different. It's a different sport. NFL is different than baseball for sure. But at the same time, you want players to be uh, in your team that plays for a long time instead of guys uh, who have a health record. So for me, if, if I saw players that plays uh, in 2015, 2016 and 17 plays for a long time, I, that's, those are the guys, the, the, the guys that I want on my team. So I started digging into it. At the beginning, I didn't know anything. I thought uh, this guy, uh, um, Dan Marino, is still, is still playing when I, when, I was, uh, <laughs> when I was asking people because I, I thought these guys are still, still playing in the league, like Peyton Manning and, and all those guys because they were like really big in Venezuela when I was watching uh, football, I got to say, like 10 years ago. But at the same time, I started getting into it because I like it. I wanted to know about the, the, the draft situation. I wanted to know how we're going to get better players, how we're going to get to the transfer, the wire transfer, and all that stuff. And, and those things started getting, getting, uh, getting information to me. And I, I wasn't making any decisions. But at the same time, I was trying to uh, know about the players that we draft. Now, you won the championship, and I remember how crazy it was for you because it seemed to me, now you can correct me if I'm wrong, it seemed to me that a lot of the guys in the clubhouse were very jealous that you won the championship because here you are in your first year of just simply memorizing players and trying to understand how this all worked. I mean, you said it yourself, you thought Dan Marino was still in the league. Yeah. And, and you win the league, and it seemed like they wouldn't give you any credit. They just kept diffusing it, saying, why are you talking to him? He doesn't know anything about this. It wasn't him. He didn't end up doing it. But yet here you were, and you're the one that ended up winning the trophy. That doesn't seem right. Exactly. I, I feel like uh, I was telling everybody, hey, this this team right here, the Tres Amigos, is a is a is a whole group. It's a team. You know, we're working as a team. Martin Prado is the rich guy who's gonna put the money down. You know, he don't know anything about football. He don't wanna be involved in decisions. He just wanna put the money down because he's the guy, the guy who uh, who got the money. I'm gonna be the the GM who's going to be talking to other guys to draft players and trying to get some transactions done. And I'm going to be the one who's going to be the mind, you know, behind it. And I'm going to make everybody uh, maybe scared of us and, and just afraid to play against us that week. And Dustin is going to be the guy who's going to be making the move. He's going to be the coach. So everybody buy into it. And that year went great because we got the right players at the right time. I think, uh, uh, arguably, if he didn't get hurt uh, later in the year, uh, David Johnson was uh, was one of the best players that year. Uh, MVP caliber for me and for us as a team was amazing. We got Travis Kelsey, we got uh, Brandon Cooks, and uh, I remember we got we got this group of guys that stay on the field that that, that that year. They stay healthy, they stay they stay good for the for the whole year. We got Drew Brees as a quarterback who did uh, who did a, a amazing job. Um, uh, with Cooks as, a, as his receiver, which I really like. I like a combination of uh, of two players in the same team who uh, so we can control the offense. So I'm not going crazy watching the games, pulling my hair because right. uh, 
uh, they not running the ball and I have the running back. I, I scream at the TV when I, when I see that they're throwing the ball way too much. I scream at them and say, hey, please run the ball because I, I need some points. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's what I was uh, doing the first year. Yeah, and, and so um, you win the trophy. And I remember speaking to you before last season, because you know that with me in fantasy baseball, you actually compared yourself to Brandon Cooks a little bit last year. I mean, if you remember. That I did. Yeah, I did. You asked me uh, who, who could you compare? And uh, starting, starting the year in spring training, I knew I was going to play a little bit more. So my numbers can be up. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I compare my, myself with, uh, with a guy like Brandon Cook because he's, he's steady. Yeah. He's always going to put up points. He's always you know? healthy too. Yeah. He's always healthy. He's going to play maybe, he, I know, he's, he just, he's just a wide receiver, but uh, uh, at that time I could play different positions, but I'm going to be in the lineup, you know, end up hitting 11 homers. That, that's probably good for a uh, – Very good like for, 50, for baseball. Yeah, yeah. 54 RBIs, uh, hit around 250. Right. But, but that was a good year for you. But your fantasy football team last year, let's, let's get into that before we get into 2020. I got to say that was a little bit of a disappointment because – uh, what happened, as you know, last year, after you ended up winning the championship, there was a, a teammate of yours last year that was very upset with this. Uh, he didn't manage his team the whole season. You made fun of that, saying the catcher. Yep. He, only, he only won two games. He didn't even manage the team at the end of the year. really disappointed. So then he came to me, and he said, Craig, can you help me beat Miguel Rojas? This is embarrassing. I can't, I can't go another season with this guy beating me. And we know how that end result uh, ended up winning, where that player ended up winning the championship in, J in JT Real Muto. Now, I'm not, now, look, it may have had something to do with me or not. I have no idea. But I want to talk about you. What happened in, in, from you winning your first championship to the second year? Not even. Well, first off, I have to talk about JT. Uh, JT Real Muto, a kid from Oklahoma, all he does is uh, watching football in the offseason and probably work out and, and, being in a great shape and uh, getting ready to be a, the, the best player that he can be. Getting beat by a Venezuelan kid that never never watched football before, that's pretty embarrassing for sure. So that that took him to contact you and to, to get in contact and get a hold of you, Craig, and ask for help. And I understand that. What happened to us, the Tres Amigos, was a sophomore year. You know, in the second year, sophomore, same, slump. sophomore, sophomore slump. In baseball, we call sophomore slump when – when you get to the league, you do really well the first year, but the second year, they're going to make the adjustments to you. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't get the same luck. When you're drafting, you're probably not going to get the same luck with the guys. We, we, was, we was feeling pretty comfortable of picking Antonio Brown at, a, at a, our first uh, uh, overall pick in the fourth round, and in the, the first round, the fourth overall. And we felt pretty confident about him, but he wasn't, he wasn't the same guy, and he didn't score as many touchdowns as he used to. He stayed on the field the whole year, which I really like. But when you pick guys like that, I feel like you're kind of obligated to put him in the lineup. You know, you can't take him out of the lineup because it's your star. You know, it's your first pick. And I got this discussion with Dustin a couple of times, and I was, like, telling him in between weeks, hey, we have, we have to see Antonio Brown and put someone else in. But at the same time, you're never going to see your horse, you know? Right. So that was the horse on my team. It didn't work out as well. And we got Tom Brady, too. And, I mean, he, he, he had a, a fantastic season. That's, that's, that's the you thing. You guys about, had some you know? points. Yeah. It wasn't that you guys had no points. It's that part of fantasy football isn't always about how many points you score. It's about who you're playing exactly. in that week and exactly. that part of it. One other thing on last season before we get to this season, and I want you to help people win uh, this year, Miggy, because obviously you know all the players and the whole player pool, is that I was a little – 
shocked to see uh, you post a picture of yourself attending a Dolphins game last year. And I log on to the league and I notice that you're starting the Jets defense against the Dolphins. And knowing what a Dolphins fan you were, and I know, look, fantasy is above all in this case, but it caught me a little by surprise to see you go that route. It didn't work out, by the way, but I was very shocked. How did that decision get made? Well, that, that was a pretty tough game to watch. It was my first experience going to an NFL game. And that I have this going on. I have Kenyon Drake going for the Dolphins as, a, as my number one at that point. And I have the Jets different, but I didn't even know that Dustin picked the Jets different for that day oh. until, I got to the, until I got to the field. So as soon as I got there, I didn't know who to root for. You know, it was, it was tough because I was rooting. Actually, my heart was with the Dolphins because I play here in Miami. I love Miami. And uh, people know how much I love playing here in, in South Florida. But at the same time, I didn't know what to do, you know? It was a tough to swallow because nothing went my way. Uh, I think that, that game, uh, this guy got a couple catches, 22 yards or something like that. It's nothing really bad. And the Jets defense was, wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't, worth, it wasn't worth playing. All right, so on to greener pastures here. Uh, 2020, it'll be next year. 2019, this is the year that everybody is really curious about fantasy football, Miggy. So let's, let's kind of take a look here at the first round, because I think that right now with a little bit less than a month to go in the season, people are wondering, and I want your opinion on this. You have a running back right now, as we're recording in Melvin Gordon, who in general goes in the first round or late first round, a lot of drafts running back on the chargers who's decided right now he doesn't want to play. Um, last year, by the way, we went through this with Le'Veon Bell on the Steelers, Mike Hill, the president of the Marlins took him great pick. Mike, he didn't great play the whole pick, year. Great, great job by you, Mike. Uh, excellent pick there. Um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott also has said that he's holding out um, and, and he's decided that he wants a new contract and he may not play. And then another player, Mickey, who sometimes goes in the first round, Antonio Brown, I can't even begin to tell you what's going on with this guy. He doesn't want to wear the helmet. He got his feet all messed up too. So Mickey, when you look at the first round, would you even consider taking any of those three players and taking a chance or are they off the board for you? The answer is no. I don't want players that they're going to be in jeopardy, that they're not going to play or, or, I mean, for me, I see, I, what I do, I follow these guys on, on social media. I, I follow these guys on Twitter. I try to see where they like on, on a regular day basis. I don't like guys who, who likes to party a lot, who likes to go out, you know, you can, you can sense that kind of stuff. It's, that's never good. I don't want that kind of guys who are, are going to be in trouble away from the field that they're going to have a, a maybe a tough night or, or something like that. I don't want those guys that they're going to try to hold out because they want a new contract. I understand maybe the, the reason why for, for fantasy football, those guys are off my chart. Okay, so the, so the first round comes up, Mickey, and we don't know which order or we don't know which pick you're going to have. But if Miguel Rojas is making his 2019 fantasy football rankings – and secret, obviously. We're not going to let everybody else on the Marlins know because we don't want them to get your picks. So anybody who may be listening from the Marlins, you'd want to turn this segment off. Uh, who in the first round do you think is safe that you would be targeting in terms of rankings? Uh, first overall pick, fifth overall pick. Is there a favorite of yours right now that you're like, wow, I hope I get this guy on draft? Yeah, yeah for sure. I was talking about this with, uh, with Dusty because, uh, like I say, I, I got a little bit more of sense of what I'm doing now in, in – 
in with players because I've been watching the league for the last couple of years and a couple of the guys that you see on the top of the of the, the list they got to the to the league a couple of years ago like Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara and uh guys like guys like David Johnson who got a, a really good year a couple of years ago but it depends where I draft so if I drafting in the top I'm definitely going to take the the best the best player available. That's 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 my go-to. I always try to pick the 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 best guy available. If if I'm drafting one, two, three, or four, I'm gonna go. I would love to have Saquon. Who knows how he's gonna do the second year in the league? Hopefully he he do the same. But I, I, the guy that I like really uh, a, a lot because he catch a lot of balls is Alvin Kamara. I will look for him uh, in the one or two. You would take Kamara ahead Kamara. of McCaffrey. Yes, I will. Yeah, I will, I will go Kamara. I have McCaffrey. I don't know. Uh, the offense in – I really like the offense in, 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 in New Orleans and right. with the Saints, and I feel like this guy throw a lot of balls to him. I was surprised a couple of years ago how many balls this guy Kamara can catch, and I know he worked out here in Florida, so that's another – that's an extra point. I was watching the, the guy who he worked out with, the hands and drills uh, ability. He, uh, the, guy, that, the guy I worked out with in the offseason too, and I know he's going to be in a great shape and he's going to catch a lot of balls. And that's why I will go for him. So if I follow, if I, if I go down and I probably go in the middle of, the, of that order, I'm probably going to go, I'm going to try to get Le'Veon Bell in the middle of that order. Okay. Because so I, feel, I feel he's going to bounce back. He's going to play after a year of accent. And he, he will want to do good. And I think with the Jets, the offense is going gonna, is gonna to get run through them and through him and I feel like he's going to be a good pick in the middle in the middle of the order and if I'm picking on the on the bottom 10 11 or 12 I will be praying if they let me pick the David Johnson again you you want him again I want him again and the reason why is because uh, I think the new off, new uh, head coach in Arizona Kingsbury oh, exactly I don't know he's going to be like I feel like Dustin has been talking to me that he's going to be like the offense there is going to be more like a spread offense. Yeah, spread yeah three offense or four receivers. Like, uh, yeah. like a college football. Like offense. Kyler Murray, the quarterback so now. The, the, the quarterback is a new guy. He's going to, I think he's not, he's not going to be throwing the ball that much. And I feel this guy is going to get a lot of carries and the offense is going to go through him and looking forward for him to bounce back. Whatever he played, he already won me a, a lot of money. He won me a ring, a trophy. And I'm always going to be a fantasy football champ just because of Davey Johnson and I want him on my team again. Okay, so you've kind of broken down here, I think, a lot of how you see the first round. Uh, let's move on a little bit, Miggy, to second and third round. Wide receiver, if you end up going Alvin Kamara in the first round, Miggy, and you're also talking about David Johnson as a possibility, it sounds like you're going to have to go into the player pool a little bit deeper second, third round to get a wide receiver. So look, you're certainly going to have a lot of chances. And as we mentioned, Antonio Brown seems to be slipping a little bit. But in terms of wide receiver, Nikki, like, um, who are kind of your targets, second, third, fourth round? Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not worried about wide receivers. I feel you're like not worried about it. I'm not because I, I, the last couple of years, I see that wide receivers' numbers are kind of similar. And you can pick a bunch of wide receivers later in your draft. And you, you can mix and match with whoever they play in that, that week. And if it's a good matchup against that defense, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna work out that way. The the, the only guy that I like in a in a wide receiver, well, there's two guys, Juju from uh, Pittsburgh. I feel like that guy uh, play here his ass off, and he is a really good a uh, really good player. And the other guy is a guy I don't remember his uh, his name. The guy who played for Minnesota, 
Thielen. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. I like that guy. Catch a lot of balls. Wear uh, a yellow glove. And I feel the like yellow he, gloves. That's the, the yellow key. glove. That's the key. When you're drafting right fantasy there. football, you look for the gloves too. You look for the gloves. You have all this inside information that nobody else has. You, you know Kamara's a trainer. You, you know what kind of gloves the guys wear. I mean, I don't even think it's fair to the rest of the guys on the Marlins for you to even be in the league, honestly. Well, so, sometimes sometimes it's not just ability. It's not, it's not talent. It's not just talent. It's what you see off the field, too, you know? Like, you see the swag of the guys, the way that we wear, they're wearing stuff. Um, well, you see some, some guys in the league, they, they will come off with, if I don't want wear the helmet, I'm not going to play. So those, those are kind of guys. That's that, not a guy for your team. No, not no for my team. So um, I got to go against that. So, so we're hearing that you, you should be taking running backs early and you can wait on your wide receivers. But what I'm wondering now, Miguel, is where are you at with quarterbacks? So some people like to draft quarterbacks early. There are guys like Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson that you might have to take a little earlier. And then later, there are guys, like you mentioned, like Drew Brees and Tom Brady that might be around a little bit later. Do you like to wait for your quarterback and take somebody later? Or do you like to take you know, the top quarterback early in the draft? Well, to be honest with you, uh, we did it last year. We picked a quarterback early. We spent that, uh, that pick on uh, Tom Brady, and we didn't do so good on that. Because uh, in PPR leagues, if you don't get the top, top guy, it probably everybody's going to be the same. Everybody's going to be putting the good same point. numbers. And uh, for me, as a, as a fantasy football guy that, that I, I became – uh, the last couple of years, I feel like you don't you don't spend picks on 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 Quarterback quarterbacks early. early. Yeah. For me, who I will pick early, this is another tip for guys. Okay. I will go for the top two tight ends. I will go either for Zach Ers or Travis Kelsey. Wow, a, okay. a guy Travis Kelsey, a guy who who another guy who was on my team the first year, not just because of that year. Last year he was steady to stay on the field. Catch a lot of balls. He got he got the he got the great talent of to catch balls and then run for a lot of for a lot of yards. So that will give you a lot of points. That would be my target in the maybe in the first couple rounds. Okay, so uh, as we you know, wrap things up with Miguel Rojas here, and I think he's given you a little insight into the first. Uh, second rounds. I don't want to get too deep into your sleepers here because then I, you would just be giving away all of your secrets for the 2019 season. Uh, so uh, let, let's leave our uh, listeners on swings and misses with this. If you had to give any piece of fantasy football advice, whether it is about drafting players, trash talking, or just kind of the camaraderie of being in a league, there are going to be a lot of people that are listening to this wondering uh, what advice Miguel Rojas would give to anybody playing fantasy football from an expert and a former champion like yeah, yourself. Yeah, of course. Uh, when you win a, a league like this, the, a lot of players that have been playing the, in this game of baseball for a lot of time and and guys like, I don't know, Neil Walker or Jeff Mattis or where they think they watch football every day and that's why they're going to win the fantasy football. It's not like that, boys. You have to, ladies and gentlemen, you have to have fun with this. So as soon as you pick your team, you have to have the confidence. Don't be so hard on your team. Let it, let it, let them play and make the right decisions on the on the every week. I feel like what you need to do is trying to match, uh, like mix and match the players with the best matchup in the, in that week. My sleeper for this year is uh, Delvin Cook. Why? Because Minnesota have a new defensive, uh, a new a new offensive uh, coordinator. And I think they're going to run the ball a lot with, uh, with uh, Delvin Cook. So 
Uh, for me, that's the other guy that I will pick late, late in the in the draft, but I, I will pick in the first round. Okay. So there you go. So have fun with it. Talk a lot of trash to your friends. Make them feel uncomfortable because that way you're gonna have the the, the advantage. Make them make move in the middle of the week so you can win that week. You know, that's what I did sometimes when I when I play the coaches. I start like telling him during the whole week that the players that they had were were bad and they were trash, and they were putting in the bench, and that would that give me a, uh, a win during the week. So have fun with it, and remember, mix and match with the best matches, that, with the best uh, players that you have on the bench. The mental advantage right there from Miguel Rojas. Uh, you think that uh, having a mental advantage on a baseball field is something. You just got the key advice out of, as to how to win your fantasy football league in 2019 from the man himself, former champion, 2018 champion, uh, Miguel Rojas. Unfortunately, I have been uh, banned from the league here. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. 2017 you champion. You're, you're, 2017 you're champion. I was I was 2018, but banned now in 2019. I've been trying to find my way in, but unfortunately, I've been told that uh, I've been told that I can't do it. Meanwhile, we have one of the guys in the league drafting Le'Veon Bell the whole year. But anyway, that's a story <laughs> for another day. Mickey, thank you so much for uh, participating in uh, the fantasy football preview for Swings and Misses this year. Uh, and, and congratulations on all your success on the Marlins too. I've been waiting to have you on the podcast all year for this very show. So thank you again for. Yeah, I was I was getting I was getting ready and prepared for this moment. So hopefully the people like it and um, um, got a little a little bit of the insight that I got from uh, from my friends. So uh, hope you guys like it and I will see you guys in fantasy football. I want to invite everyone who is a loyal listener to our Swings and Mishes 2019 pool, our NFL Pick'em pool against the spread. It's absolutely free to join, and there will be a fantastic prize at the end of the season. All you have to do is go to our Twitter handle, at Swings and Mishes, and the link will take you right in. You pick five teams each week against the spread. It is free to join. There'll be a prize that we will be announcing over the next couple of weeks at the end of the season before the NFL season starts. Just go to our Twitter handle right now, at Swings and Mishes, or go to swingsandmishes.com. Click on the link and register. It is free to join. Pick five teams in the NFL each week against the spread. It's our Swings and Mishes 2019 pool. Get in now.